I feel like this has been kind of an issue recently. I feel like it's more like in lower grade levels, but still. Yeah. Just like treating the faculty with respect. Because I've seen it kind of, well, I've seen everything in between. You can give me the city that you went to high school in. Yeah. Just don't name the high school. Cool. Like, what is like your kind of idea? I'm not gonna, not yeah. gonna do it. Just like, do you, like oh no, PG or no, I swear in the podcast because okay. I'm just gonna be myself. Yeah, okay. and like I swear in real life. So yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure you're. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, because like I, I swore in the first one. I'm like, all right, so we're just having me be me. That's what's going to draw people. Yeah. Okay. All right. You feel good? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of High School. I'm your host, Bethany Winter, and I have with me in the studio another guest that happens to be a former student of mine. Um, if you would like to be on the, the podcast, all you have to do is reach out. You can find me at winteristmylastname at gmail.com, or you can go on the Insta at that high school podcast and there's a little scheduler and you can fill it out. And that is exactly what my guest did. Was it very hard? No, no. no. Okay. Like two minutes. maybe. Okay. Yeah. And I think that you like, how were you prompted to fill it out? Did you see me on snap? Like yes. telling you to do it basically. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. Let's get into it. Tell me what city you went to high school in city and state. Mendota Heights, Minnesota. And what was the size of your high school, would you say? Um, my class was 300, but I'd say the whole school was maybe 1,300, 1,400 or okay. so, I'd say, around that. And what was the year that you graduated? This year, 2023. Okay. If someone was looking for you during the day, where would they find you? Where did you typically hang out? Well, I actually was pretty good at getting to my classes and staying there. So yeah. if it was during the school day, you could find me in my designated classroom. But if I had extra time, I you could find me studying in the library. Mm-hmm, that's I would true. Occasionally, be in the um, the trainer's office, okay. know, getting taped up or whatever. Um, those are probably the two places. Also, the weight room. Okay, I was in. It's a all cool- those places are just a good time. Yeah, and for listeners that don't know anything about our high school. It was recently remodeled and we had these really sweet spaces that just looked like they were straight from a magazine. Um, And I say that they looked really nice. That doesn't mean that they functioned as, as well as they looked at all times, but you know, um, functionality and the way that they look don't always go hand in hand, but that's, I, I bought a cuckoo clock. And it goes off at random times because I haven't found the owner's manual to it because I put it somewhere and I forgot where it was. Oh. <laughs> um, so that's what that is. Got it. Sorry, guest for the cuckoo clock. No um, um, so you were in the trainer's room and the weight room. Yes. Uh, that Did you play sports? I did. You're yeah. a sportsy kid. Yeah. I, played, I mean, sportsy person. Yeah. Sorry. I played uh, basketball through my senior year. Okay. And then I played baseball through my junior year. And then senior year, I did track and field. Okay. What spurred you into track and field your senior year? Well, for baseball, I was kind of my like junior year. Fast runner around the bases? Yeah. Well, I was. Oh, gosh. But 
what kind of drew me to it was I was coming into my senior year and I was coming off a junior year of baseball where I wasn't playing that much. Yeah. So it was kind of, and it was kind of going to be on track to, that was going to happen again. Like I thought it was going to play too much because we had a good team. We yeah. had a good roster. It wasn't like I was a terrible player. Oh, okay. Team, but, gotcha. Um, I just was like, you know, I feel like I could be good at track. I, I, I just got to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And so I That's did. That's so cool. Yeah, it went great. I was all conference for two events and went to state. That um, seems like a big deal. Yeah, it was very imp- I was very, very were you, happy. Were you like, why didn't I try this earlier, kind of? It, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it's easy to say that, but. Yeah, you never know. I loved baseball. I still love baseball. Yeah. It was always like my sport, but then. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't regret doing, not doing it earlier, but it just would have been nice to just kind of see how much better I could have been. Does it make you think about when you go into college, like pushing yourself to like grow a little bit more in the things that you might want to try? Yeah. Something with me going to college, I'm doing my best to keep a very open mind about not only like my my career like I'm trying to keep all doors open for my career yeah but I also want to be very open to just like all these new because college is just a sea of just opportunities mm-hmm. from literally anything you could think of and I'm just trying to keep my mind very open to things because I didn't really think I was going to do track and field for a long time and then it just kind of spring was coming up and I'm like you know what let's just do it and it was a great decision and I'm just trying to keep that same mindset going into college, mm-hmm. keep an open mind just to things that might seem interesting. I'm just really intrigued by this, that during senior year, you're like, let's try something new. And you are a student that experienced COVID. You're like sophomore and junior year, right? For freshman, sophomore. Freshman, sophomore. Okay. So like you were kind of like, like ripped those two years from you and you didn't really get to experience those and here you are senior year and you're like let's give this a shot and have some personal growth what did your parents think about this you know I was very I'm very thankful for how my parents have kind of risen me throughout at least throughout high school I feel like they've given me like a lot of freedom to just kind of you know, if I wanted to do something, they're going to let me do it. Obviously, as long as it's, like, appropriate. For sure. And I told them, it's like, you know, I'm thinking about doing track. And my dad, you know, he played baseball throughout high school. And he, oh, okay. He was always, you know, And did he go to me. your high school? No, he went to, uh, he was in Mankato. Okay, gotcha. Because sometimes, like, I know that, like, you're, like, there's legacy kids that go through. And, they're like, yeah. I didn't know if you were a legacy kid. No, I'm not. But... You know, he would always train me for baseball, so, but, you know, the first time I told him, like, I'm thinking about doing track and field this spring, he was like, yeah, you know, it's a great idea. And they were completely supportive with it, which I was, I was very happy for, because, you know. Yeah, sometimes it gets shot down. Yeah, they're, like, my biggest inspirations, and, you know, they, and they came to every single track meet, oh you know, gosh. they were, they were amazing. They were my two blocks. That's amazing. Are you going to let them listen to this? Yeah, I, well, I told I haven't told my mom yet, but okay. I, I'll tell her at some point. But yeah, I told him I'd send him the link. Okay, perfect. Yes, that's... Oh, if my son ever does anything like this, I hope that he would share it with me because that, like, the pride. And one day you might have this if you decide to have kids. But, like, 
the pride that you could have in your children, like sharing something with you and saying, like, my parents are my rock. Like, that's what go die happy right now. Like, that's it. (laughs) You know, like, that's everything that that I would ever want. Um, That's really cool. I like the I like that you wanted to have some personal growth. And I hope that you continue that for the rest of your life, actually, because I mean, I, I am 38. And I've been trying since the pandemic to have some personal growth, because we get into these stages where we stop growing sometimes. And during the pandemic, during the pandemic, we all had these projects we were doing, right? Like, we were renovating things, we were remodeling, we were puzzling, we were whatever. And some of my projects were I took up beekeeping. And well, I wanted to do something that scared me. And I wanted to do something that was helpful. And I have like three acres of land. And I know that I'm very grateful that I have three acres and I feel like I should give back. And so like I took some classes. And I did it by myself. Like, I didn't have any friends go with me. I asked and nobody wanted to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And I felt so happy that I did it and kind of that I did it by myself. Yeah. And I bet that's kind of how you felt. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. And that's kind of how I feel doing this podcast. And like, I didn't know what I was doing, but like, through Spotify and like their platform, it was pretty easy. It, it It's like, I, I'm not great at technology. If like, you know, this because you were in the library, I was always losing my phone, always like trying to figure out like a Snapchat thing or like how to, I don't know, like I'm just not the most technically inclined and like the snap, the, the Spotify podcasting, like, technology is really smooth and easy to learn and so I feel proud that I'm like trying this because this is my own like personal growth thing here and if anybody wants to like have a podcast it's really approachable and if you want to have a voice we we are living in 2023 you can have a voice you can put your voice out there it's not like you know the radio and how it used to be like we can all have an opportunity to to say things and it's really cool um i'm kind of curious about this what was the most rebellious thing that you did in high school and do you regret it Hmm. rebellious as it was kind of going up against the rules in some sort however you want to answer that well the first thing that came into my mind when you said that yeah was this was actually freshman year so before covid oh i was in a band class and I didn't know that you were in band. It was, I did it for freshman year and it was just to get my art credit out of the way. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I, I didn't want to do the, you know, sculpting. And all that stuff, yeah, for sure. So I was like, you know what? I did band in middle school. I'm just going to do band in high school. What was your instrument? I was a baritone. So it's like a mini Oh, tuba. okay. Yeah. But anyway, so it felt like half the time that we were in that class, we were doing something other than learning music and playing our instruments. Because our teacher was, like, very, she was very, very good at her job, but she was also, like, all over the place. Like, she had this huge storage room that just had just shit. Like, yeah. Just not, maybe 30% of it was, like, banned. It just I had heard a bunch about of this storage room. Yeah. And, like, there would be forts. Yes, there were. 
and like yeah. all kinds of other things that took place in this storage room. It was it was insane. And it, it was like it was massive. But anyway, so there was a class period where she I forget exactly I forget exactly what we were doing, but we had like a, a cart that you push to you'd usually load up like boxes on the way. Oh yeah, yeah. We were going back and forth from like the like the, the big dumpster outside the school because mm-hmm. I think she wanted us to throw a bunch of stuff away. Oh and yeah, sheet music probably like old sheet music. Something that like I got digitized. Know. I have no idea, honestly. But anyways, I was in charge of just pushing the cart, and so we're pushing it back. And there was like a couple kids that just hopped on because it's like you know, of course, boys, yeah, no, no, I I've done that, and I was the librarian, the adult, yeah, like exactly. I popped on the cart. And so we were getting back, and the band room's kind of like at the, it's on the first floor, it's kind of like, it's almost, it's hidden. It was like a dungeon almost yeah. at the time. There was like it's this its own in, wing. It was like an inclined um, hallway. Yeah. And so one of the guys said, here, you should like push us up to this, to the top uh-huh. of this like hallway, and then just let go. Oh, we can see where this go is going. Down. Yeah. And, you know, being the very uh, smart teenage boy, you know, you always think through things when you're a teenage boy. Oh, for sure I you said, do. you know what, let's just try it. This is a cause and effect situation. And so it kind of started going and there was like classrooms kind of like, you know, it's this hallway, but yeah. there's also classrooms. And What hour was this? Do you remember? Third. Okay. Second or third. Okay. So listeners, we had a seven period day. Yes. And second or third period is very early on in the day like we're not tired yet like no we're like just 10 a.m or so it's yeah it's not even lunch yet yeah and it was going down and it started to lose control and a teacher came outside and he was very known he was kind of this old guy this was like one of those lashes before a time oh my gosh and he was known for being very strict and this very harsh and he comes out and He's oh my like, God. what is going? Because he had his classroom door open. He was like, what is going on? And then at the same time, the the cart just smashed against the wall. He made like the biggest. Oh my God! I know who this teacher imagined. is. And it all just kind of comes to a halt, and he's just like, what's going on? Oh. And then I think of the only thing to do. I just, me and one of my friends, we just book it. We just run away. We ran over to like some. It wasn't to the band room, but it, we had like these little breakout rooms that you could like practice oh, yeah, yeah. by yourself and we like went into one of those and just like hid in there oh, my God. and i never got in trouble for it like nothing ever happened but i was i was just scared shitless i was like yeah i'm not about to go to like the principal's office or something i was i just so i just ran away yeah and and there were cameras so i don't know if like they watched the cameras or if it was even got to that there level were, i don't think it got to that yeah. level i think he was just kind of like Oh, it's, it's all done now. Yeah. And like one of the people stayed behind, I think, to kind of explain it. Oh. So they kind of took the fall, but I don't think they ever got in trouble for it. Because mm-hmm. they stayed behind to explain it so nobody, well, got, so nobody got in trouble. He, he didn't run away. Yeah. So I don't know how much he explained it, but also it was story. right next to like a, uh, a teacher's lounge. And Oh, I know. Friend, I used to eat lunch in that one. Yeah. My friend said that like our social studies teacher, who I had like, Two hours later, it was like he watched the whole thing just happen. Like, like, is he about to like say something? And then my friend, that was that band class was third hour. He had socialized fourth hour. I had it fifth hour. So I was like, yo, you gotta tell me. Like, if something, mm-hmm. if he says something, like, 
I know what I'm going to do, but like, let mm-hmm. me know. And thankfully nothing happened. He said, never talked really? to me. He never talked to me. And I was like, I got, I got away with it. But that was like, I don't know. I, I feel like I was a pretty, I followed the rules to a, to an extent. Yeah. I, so. I mean, I didn't know you super well in high school. Like I knew of you. Yeah. But your reputation wasn't one that was ever like talked negatively about. Yeah. At least amongst that's, that's, staff. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have a feeling that there's like some shenanigans that you probably got up to. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, being. I mean, I wasn't much of a. I didn't really participate in like the senior slide. But you know, I'd have more time on my hands, so it's just like, all right, well, this kind of do what I can do. Yeah. So. But I never really got into, like, just being, like, just being known as, like, this guy that just creates mischief. Yeah. Because I had a lot of respect for the staff at the school. Really? Like, there was, I don't think I had a single staff member that I had, like, any, like, negative experience with. I look back and it's like, I did not. That's awesome to hear. And just, like, my friends, you know, they're all really cool, too. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really feel the need to, like, get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think that high school wasn't really like, like where you are going to, like you did fine in high school, you did great, but like, I think college or maybe even grad school is where you're going to like peak. Like that's going to be like where you're like, oh, this is it. This is where life is, you know? As long as I don't peak in high school. No, no, (laughs) no. Like there are some people that you know that are like, this is it. Yeah, I definitely... You can kind of ident- you almost can like identify them in high school, and you look mm-hmm. back at a reunion twenty years later, and it's For like sure. makes sense. Yep. But I hope that's not me. That that was never you. No, and and there are people that didn't fit in in high school. Yep. Because it's not for them. College and stuff is for them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you regret pushing the card? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Like. I don't know. It didn't like just. It didn't like destroy the wall. No, I didn't like create. It wasn't any like destruction. I mean, it's just yeah. Those are concrete walls. You can call it a dad. It's it's a story I can tell my kids. That's great. So no, I don't. I like that. It happened. And and the teacher that walked out like that guy was a legend. That guy was like dead poet society stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He was. It's like that was the last teacher you'd want to like catch you. So that's why I was like, oh. Yeah. That was probably like one of the lunch stories that he shared. And he was, yeah, I loved his lunch stories. He would always like start off with, guess what I fucking saw? Because <laughs> that point, he had been in the school for 30 years. Yeah. 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 So he, I mean, he's been through it. He has been. That was not his first career. No, it wasn't even his first career either, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay, that kind of leads us to, um, without using their names, who were your favorite high school staff members throughout high school and why? And they don't have to be teachers, but they can be. Okay. I think of two right away. And the first one was, we had a couple different principals during my tenure. But yeah, the principal did. I had during my junior and senior year, he was like one of the best people I've ever gotten to know. He was so... Well, for one, he would come into school assemblies riding on, like, these roller skates that would light up that he, like, 
made himself. Yeah, he made them. He was such, just like a super down-to-earth guy. And whenever you talk to him, it would feel so, like, personal. Because it's one thing for a principal to go, say to everyone in the hall, have a good day, have a good day, have a good day. That doesn't feel personal at all. But, you know, he'll come up to you and say, hey, hey, boss, you know, how's how's this going? You know? Cause, like, he knew up, things. Exactly. He knew stuff about you. Like, he wanted to know stuff about you. Mm-hmm. And I just loved the way that he just kind of did that. And he was very, like, welcoming to all students. And he's just an all-around great guy. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just how I think of him. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great – he is a great guy. Yeah. And his own personal story is great, too, which I'm sure that, like, you got to know yeah. that, too. Absolutely. And I would – absolutely love if he came on the podcast because that would be be great because he dropped out of high school yeah yeah and it would be so cool to have him on the podcast um all right you said that that was the first one was there anyone else yes okay there was one more and this one was probably like my most i have the most respect for him amongst like any Mm -hmm. staff member i've ever had oh wow he was my junior year pre-calculus teacher. Okay. And pre-calc was a very hard class to start with. I mean, just calculus in general. Just math in general. I yeah. almost didn't graduate because of math. And coming off a year of COVID where... Oh, right. Math class, it was like doable, but like I didn't like the online learning. Yeah, no. It just was not like comfortable for me. For sure. So I, like I did fine. The, the year before was analysis, which was like kind of just almost like pre to pre-calc. I'm remembering I those say. books. They were falling apart. Oh, they were terrible. Oh. And every time I'd get a new one, I'd be like, come, come get this. Come yeah. get this new book. But so I had, it was kind of a tough transition to start. I remember my first test and it was the whole, I got like the class average score. I got like a 40%. on am like the chapter one test. Which listeners, that is not like who this person is no it was terrible but and the thing is it's like you get a i got like a 40 percent. i'm looking at this i'm like oh my god what did i just get myself into but i look everyone else got like the yeah. average score is like a 42 yeah so it was like okay everyone, coming off a year of covid it was right. like just a very big transition mm-hmm. and thankfully what this teacher did is he would off he offered us to like re like correct our mistakes like half credit back so i ended up getting like a 70 okay which was you know manageable. yeah yeah but i realized right then and there i was like okay i need to do something about this and so whenever i had a question because i had in seventh period the, the last class oh, of the day okay which would, could have been hard but i think you might have made the most out of that yeah well when i saw my schedule first i was like god damn it like, right at the end of the day <laughs> it's like you're already tired from your first six hours now i gotta go through a right. math class but it ended up being, like, the biggest blessing in disguise I've, like, ever had. Aww. Because it basically was, like, at least twice a week I would stay after. Just, like, ask questions about the homework. Yeah. And I don't know why, but, like, the way he taught just clicked with me so well. Yes. And that was the hardest class I think I've ever taken. And I got an A- in all semesters. That's amazing. That's basically, like, you're you're in Mensa. Yeah, exactly. You know? and. He was just this very just outstanding guy. Mm-hmm. And I got to know his backstory. 
and it was really like it was really cool because he didn't always want to be a teacher mm-hmm. but he kind of had like this um moment of recognition when he was doing a previous job he was like he used to work like in a construction and engineering and he would used to travel and I remember he said that he was taken like the night shift for like this he was on like a cargo ship and he really? was doing something he was doing something on like one of those ships just traveling internationally and he said that he was sitting there in the middle of the night saying like this isn't really one what I want to do in my life so he's, huh. and he went back to school and became a, a teacher and it was just like this whole thing of wow just, like, I didn't know that such a just such an awesome character he was yeah and it got to the point where it was like it was just like I just have the utmost respect for this man yeah not only for like his teaching but just like the person that he is yeah he's such a nice guy and yeah he is if you ever had a question he would always give you an answer yeah and and like the tone never at least to me and I mean I don't know if it was because I was a staff member but yeah he was amazing yeah he was my probably my favorite teacher that's wonderful so yeah it was awesome and now that you're talking about this I think I'm having some flashbacks to when we went into hybrid after we came back from COVID Mm -hmm. or maybe even but I feel like you were in the library a lot during the hybrid thing because of that class because he didn't come back is that right Um, not Hybrid would have been at the end of my sophomore year, and okay. I didn't have them for my sophomore year. Okay. I had a different teacher okay. in analysis. I don't think I was in the library that much. I okay. might have been, but all right. I don't. I think I kind of found the library as my home. Actually, senior year. Okay. Say. All right. Because so I thought that like you would make jokes, and they were funny. I probably did. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe probably. I'd stop in to check out a book for language arts or something. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. What's something that you did during high school that you can say that you're really proud of? And we might have already covered this, but let's give it a go. Yeah. Well, the thing that I would first think of was track and field. Yeah. Story. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Um, Is it anything like besides like sports, like interpersonal friend groups or? Oh yeah, I, I guess know. we can. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. I love yeah. this. This is so awesome. At the end of, in the transition of like freshman to sophomore year, kind of end of freshman year, start of sophomore year, it's kind of in that span. It was okay. kind of, t- well, obviously it was tough hanging out with people, mm-hmm. but I was kind of like in between friend groups. Like for the longest time I had this childhood best friend, I would hang out with him like base almost every single day. And we, okay. were, we were just, you know, we were just best friends. Mm-hmm. And by the time he had gotten to high school, he just had, he was a social butterfly. He had a million friends and I was still one of them, but I wasn't like, and I was still probably one of his closest friends, but it wasn't like he could always hang out because yeah. he had a million friends. Yet. Okay. And I don't blame him for that or anything, but it was just kind of like, well, he has always kind of been this dude I could count on to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, what do I really do from here? And I, I found these two guys, and I've been friends with them. We went to elementary school together. One of them I actually went to preschool with. So I've been friends with them since, you know, six. Since you were picking boogers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was just, I don't, I kind of forget when, but it was probably at the end of summer, like going into sophomore year. Okay. Where we probably started hanging out a couple times. And it just became this thing where we were hanging out all the time because they, COVID 
kind of you could kind of see people's priorities with school because I would have some friends that would wake up at you know noon. They would sleep mm-hmm. over each other's houses. They don't really. They just kind of slack off their schoolwork. Oh yeah. And that was like not the person I wanted to be. I kind of said like, all right, I'm just gonna do the best to create school just at home. So yeah, if I have an eight thirty Google Meet. I'm gonna be there. Did you always turn your camera on? No, I usually kept it off because if yeah. everyone else had it on, I'd probably would have turned mine on. But like everyone had theirs off, so it's like, I don't want to be the one. Right. It was, it was a yeah. Awkward, but for sure. Which I kind of felt bad for the teachers, but it was like, yeah, if, like it, it's you not, can't fix it. Yeah. But anyway, so I started hanging out with these two, and it was like we had we were having a great time. Our big, we just have you know bonfires. And we or we'd just like drive around and just talk life. Yeah. But they had the same priorities with like school. Like they would want to, you know, be at their Google Meets. They'd want to, you know, they gave a shit. Yeah. About school, which I really respected about them, which was probably part of why I was able to become so close with them. Yeah. Because we kind of had these same priorities at that time. And we're still all best friends. Like we just took a trip up to the Jewel River. They like there's some canoeing. That's cool. So we yeah. We are we're tight like that now. And it's it's really awesome. That is really awesome. Do you think that you'll be lifelong friends with them? Yes. That was without a doubt. You did not hesitate. Matching tattoos? I don't know about that. Okay. But no, I'd I'd love to be friends with them for the rest of my life. Okay. They're great guys. That's amazing. Um, are any of them going to the same college as you? One of them. Okay. And he's actually, by some miracle, he's on the same dorm on the same floor. No way. So I think I'll be able to stay close with them. The other one's just going to the University of Minnesota. Okay. So. Yeah. You know, when I come home and visit. Absolutely. We can all hang out. That's amazing. That is, that is really cool. Yeah. I would say be proud of that. Yes. Okay. I know it's not been that long, but how have you changed since high school? And do you think you're the same person that went there, wandered around the halls, pushed that cart, or is that guy still there? And now this is a different guy. Well, to answer the question, I think I'm a very different person, like pre-COVID versus now. Oh, I like the twist. I would say the biggest thing was probably like my, just my priorities in life. I'd say pre-COVID, it was kind of like, you know, just get, just get it all done. Just you don't have to just you know get your score done, turn in the homework, like try on the test. But I didn't really push to be like this outstanding student. It wasn't really the quality. I was just yeah, I was just kind of like I was a good student. Okay. And just for me at that time, that was just good enough. Yeah. And COVID hit, and you know now we're at home doing online school, and I had just like all the time in the world. I'd say this was a transition like during COVID was mm-hmm. my transition it was we had too much time to even like deal with yeah so it was like well I probably have to put aside three hours of my day to do school work mm-hmm. so I could be done by like you know noon and just have the rest of my day but it's like I want to make sure I'm doing this stuff good because like I have I don't really have any excuse to not do as good as I can yeah so it's like all right I'm gonna just I'm not turning it in until it's like it's as good as I can make it. And so I just kind of had that mindset during COVID and then it carried I was nervous that it wouldn't carry over when I went back in person, mm-hmm. but it did. And it really, really helped me. I think that was the biggest difference. I went from like a good student to being like 
just a lot better. Yeah, someone who gave so, a shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's some so, work ethic. That's what you built. It was. And it wasn't it wasn't easy, but it was just like this is kind of something that you know, in college too. Yeah. Like, I'd be giving myself so many more opportunities oh my if gosh. I had to start trying. Yeah. And I'm really gonna thank myself that my life. Yes, you and are. I, and I am. I'm yes. very happy because Madison is a it's selective tough. school. And it, I got I still I got deferred and waitlisted. I didn't get in until mid June. Okay. But it I doesn't think matter now. The fact that I you know, made that change was probably the turning what? was probably the difference oh, of getting sure. in versus getting denied. Yeah, that is totally the difference. Yeah. And you can like look back and pinpoint that difference of like when that changed for you. Exactly. And it wasn't even that long ago. That's that's quite extraordinary. Please never lose sight of that. Like like when you're down throughout life, like think about that moment and recapture it and just use it to keep growing in new ways, you know? Yeah. Like the only thing that will stop you is you literally. Damn. Okay. All right. You know, I have to ask, did you like going to your school library? Yes, I did. Yeah. I usually went, I found myself going there a lot during winter because I would be, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I would, I had, I played basketball Mm -hmm. and we have seven periods in the class day and I had signed up for an early release. So my seventh hour was off and I was kind of like, well, what do I do? Because mm-hmm. like I didn't want to, I couldn't go home. Yeah. Because it's like I'd had like forty five minutes bef- between like going my last class and like. And then back. when the practice started. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like, well, I got to stay here. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do I do? And I was like, well, you know, I'd have however much homework. It's like, well, let me just get a half hour of it done mm-hmm. in the library. So I would come in almost every day. Yeah. And just kind of plop myself down, listen to some music, and do some homework. Yeah. And it wasn't always quiet seventh hour. No, but it ebbed and flowed based oh, on who was in there. Absolutely, yeah. Noise canceling earbuds were a great invention as well. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it was library was had a million different like vibes. Yeah, it did. completely depending on who was there. Yeah, but it was such a great place to because uh, didn't it get like remodeled during COVID? It kind got of? new paint and new carpet. Okay, and that was it. Everything else was kind of like by crook and by hook of me convincing people to put things on wheels so that I could rearrange it. But uh, yeah, it just new paint and new carpet. Okay. Because it was just like a, it felt, it was very nice, just environment. Awesome. There wasn't, it was, I mean, I would try and study other places. It was like, yeah, the library is, it's just perfect for me. Yeah. Because I don't really like working like in complete silence. Mm -hmm. I like having a little bit of background chatter and that was the same. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. I have a new question that um, the listeners will have heard by the time this airs, but the listeners that have only heard one through nine don't know about yet. Okay. And with this being maybe the season finale. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about the book bannings that are happening around the country all over the place? And I ask because every year there is a banned book week that American Library Association celebrates. And this year it's October 1st through the 7th. So it's coming up in the near future. 
You know, I had experience with this firsthand. We read, we were reading a book sophomore year. I was doing COVID for my language arts oh, class. Right. We were reading yeah. the book uh, Montana 1947, mm-hmm. I think it was. 48. 48. And we were in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. I was probably like a, a third of the way down with the book. And then all of a sudden, I hop into a Google Meet just thinking, all right, we're going to go over these pages. Or whatever. But it was like this. Cease and desist. This person. And they were like, the whole Google Meet was just explaining like why like we can't read this book anymore, mm-hmm. basically. And it was this whole was like, geez, because I didn't mind the book. But it probably had its reasons. But I was kind of, it was too bad because like, I liked the book. And I mean, I can't remember exactly the reasons it got, um, it's okay. it got banned. But just your general overall thoughts is. You know, it, it probably, it probably will, I, my answer would probably be that it depends on the book. Okay. If there's, cause it kind of depends on the message. If it's, if the message of the book is very like against, um, just like society, like moral mm-hmm. standards, I can't really think of like a good example, but if it's like really like this negative ideology, that's like, just like not appropriate for a developing person, just you know, a teenager mm-hmm. or whatever, then I'd probably be in support of it. But I didn't, I remember, I, I kind of remember thinking that that book didn't really cross that line, that there was still educate, like there were still things to be educated about. Yeah, that you could look at it as like a historical timepiece. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you kind of, you get a deeper understanding of like, that was just kind of, obviously it's not okay, but that's right. just what was, that's just what happened back then. Like yeah. it wasn't, of course it wasn't okay, but that's just, that was like a norm back then. Yeah. At least for the book that I'm considering. Yeah. And so. it's kind of like, how can we learn? How can we learn to be better if we can't look and evaluate what we used to do and learn from that, those experiences? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Um, did you go through anything difficult outside of high school? And do you feel like you had a school family to lean on? And you can share as much or as little, because I know that that can be really triggering. Yeah, I feel like I was very blessed, and I did not have many problems outside of high school. I've always just been super close with my family. Um, it was never this, I don't know, the whole transition with COVID, Yeah, I actually didn't feel like it was like super difficult. Okay. Obviously, that's, it was kind of- wonderful to hear. It was different. Obviously, it was different from going, you know, being in the classroom with mm-hmm. all my friends to just like sitting. I actually worked in my garage. Really? Because we had a heated garage, and yeah, my mom had an office inside. Oh, because my sister, she ran her own business upstairs. Oh gosh! So that's the, insane. Yeah, the garage was like the only place that wasn't claimed. Exactly. <laughs> so I just kind of had to take it up there. Yeah, but I mean, my dad he moved houses, yeah. but like that wasn't. It never really got in the way of, like, school. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, okay, I'll do homework at my mom's house. Yeah. But I never really had... I mean, like, the biggest thing might have been, like, during my junior year. I had a lot of homework with the classes I was taking. I took, like, multiple college-level classes. Mm-hmm. And it was just tough. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of where I was, like, including pre-calc, mm-hmm. which was a good two hours a night, at least. Damn. It was not easy. But it was just kind of like, all right, I need to really, I kind of had to 
check myself. It's like a two hour movie that you don't enjoy every night. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of had to like check myself. It's like, all right, you need to really buckle down and do this. So that was kind of different because like during COVID, I like never had homework. I would just get it done. Oh. And my school day would be done at two o'clock. And then for the rest of the day, I could just, you know, hang out with family or just do whatever I had to do. Yeah. But now it's like, all right, now I'm like staying up till 11.30 midnight just to get my homework done. And like then it's sucks. no down. Then you like want to have some downtime to like unwind after that. And that's yeah, like, well, yeah. I was not getting any sleep. But I huh. feel very blessed that I never had like these very, I guess just the best way to put it, I never really had like these inner demons mm-hmm. too bad that I know a lot of people do have. Yeah. So that was probably just my biggest thing though, just kind of, you know. Home, some homework. Yeah. Transitions. Obviously, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's that's good to hear. Um, to those that are in high school right now, or even to like a younger version of yourself, is there something that you wish that you had like unlocked the key to, or is there anything that you would be like, this is what you need to know, Taco Tuesday, or like any insight? To those that are already in high school or like in the school system that you went like right after Labor Day, it starts back up. Like anything you want to share. Kind of like pieces of advice almost. Yeah. I would say the two things would be one, just to get involved. Because there are dozens of probably even over a hundred clubs at the school. Seriously, there are. It doesn't have to be sports. You can... There's I mean, so many mind. There's so many things like mind clubs to get involved exactly. in. You can, if you have an interest of some sort, it's probably a club at the school that I went to. And so, just getting involved—that's how I met so many of my friends, and that's also kind of how you can not only make friends, but just it goes outside. Just you know, for example, for me, I play basketball. Yeah. And these friends I made in basketball now—they're friends in the classroom. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, beyond high school now. Mm-hmm. So I was really grateful for that. So just getting involved was just such a important thing, I feel like, for me. Was it hard for you? Were you ever shy? I never was. Okay. And I I was, I was, went to a middle school in the same district, okay. so I already knew a good amount of people coming into high school. Gotcha. So obviously for like someone that's new, you yeah. know, coming from like a different state or something, that could be obviously very scary. Yeah. But. I would really push just get involved with something. Yeah. Because everyone has interests and that is there's no, not I, I would say there's almost no way that there's like nothing that would fit. Yeah. Like there's no way that nothing fits. Yeah. And then I would say number two, and I feel like this has been kind of an issue recently. I feel like it's more like in lower grade levels, but still. Yeah. Just like treating the faculty with respect because i've seen it kind of well i've seen everything in between for sure but i had a very good experience with the faculty at my school and i think it was you get almost like these i don't want to say like privileges but i don't really know like a better word like you will you can kind of get off with more stuff if you just Mm -hmm. you know treat them with respect you know just be on their good side yeah you know it's like i remember like with my uh my my gym teacher, the rule was like you can't 
work out in the weight room by yourself. Like you have to have like a coach or a teacher yeah. there. But because like we had like a, a good relationship, mm-hmm. he'd let me work out there by myself. Yeah. So there's things like that. I felt like we're, I just, it was such a good decision for me to make. Just treating them with just respect. It's like, you know, they're, they're chill, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. I, I couldn't agree more. Like when I would see students treat me with respect and like understand why I was doing whatever it was that I was doing and like acknowledge like, oh, this is why, because some people take advantage of that or whatever. And like, see how much work went into something. And it it would just like, I I respected them and like they respected me and we were like humans just operating in the same space basically. And I, I always tried to talk to you guys like you were mini adults because you are, you are an adult and yeah. you are going to go out and function in society. And I want to be part of sending out like good upstanding people into society that are people that like I'm proud of and I can say that's one of my former students look what they're doing you know like that's why I I tried to talk to you guys like as bluntly and like as open as I did and like even with the cuss words because it's real life you know and I'm just not as polished as some people and that's that's fine like it's great that some people are polished and it's great that I'm not as polished like we are all coming as we are and it's great that you figured that out because that's going to benefit you again in college with professors like you are probably going to get a ta sooner than most of your peers because you figured this out and that can get college paid for you know like that's great yeah um that's amazing advice actually all right, I have something and it's again new for listeners, but by the time this airs, they'll have caught on. Do you want words or colors? Uh words. Words, I okay. Know. I don't I have no idea what she's talking about. Okay. It's a mindfulness thing cuz I wanted to do some uh mental health stuff okay. since I've been hearing in these conversations with people especially students that I had before COVID and students after COVID that like mental health is like a huge thing and we need to keep that conversation open and going. And I'm a big proponent of mental health and very open about like, I have a therapist and all of that. Um, And so these are some mindfulness cards that I got. And since you said words, we're going to list the four words and you're going to choose a word, inquiry, emotion, expression, and mindfulness. Take one word. Say emotion. Emotion. All right, listeners, I'm separating the emotion cards out and I'm flipping them over. And I'm not a magician with cards. Okay. I want you to pick one card and I want you to flip it over and read it aloud and answer and then hand it to me. What is one thing you love doing that makes you the happiest? Um, I would say working out. And that was also something that I kind of had started doing over COVID that's kind of carried over, just trying to improve my physical health for, at that time, sports, but also just for, like, just living the longest, happiest life I can mm-hmm. for, you know, my kids, their kids. But I love working out at the gym because there's days where, like, you know, everyone just has, like, a bad day, and it's 
it's not uncommon for me to just kind of, uh, you know, wake up kind of feeling crappy and then just not really enjoying today. And then I just go to the gym or I work out or whatever. And like by the end, I feel so like fulfilled, like full of, like, I just, I did something good for myself. Yeah. And I enjoy doing it. So it's like this, it's a sense of accomplishment that I just, I just love going to the gym and seeing other people that yeah. are bettering themselves. So that is probably like, that's just top of mind. Something yeah. that just generally makes me happy that I, I do pretty frequently. How often do you work out? Like I, every day? About five times a week or so. Okay. And you go to a gym like on Robert Street or? Yeah, I'll go to like a Planet Fitness. Okay. Or sometimes I'll just work out like at my house. Gotcha. Like, I like to jump rope. That's and cool. I'll just do that like in my garage. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Um, do you listen to anything while you do it? Yeah, I'll listen to music. Okay. And I guess some. I guess it'll kind of depend on like the mood I'm in. Uh-huh. But I'll most commonly find myself going to like 80s rock. this makes a lot of sense actually i can see that being like yeah that that you you were born in the wrong time i know i feel like i was too yeah ac you know i'd say the most common band i listen to is acdc yeah during queen maybe yeah those are just 80s rock just kind of like those upbeat Mm -hmm. at least kind of throwback songs are usually what i will find myself listening to Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Um, and I think that it's another thing for listeners is that that don't live in Minnesota, like it's already starting to get dark earlier here. Yeah. And like seasonal affective disorder gets hard oh, up yeah. here. Well, especially the worst is when the daylight savings time comes. It's uh-huh. All of a sudden it's dark at five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like yesterday was a hundred degrees, but it's been like a twenty five degree drop already. It's like yeah. eighty degrees out, <laughs> and it's just going to keep dropping now. And it's going like the other day I was in a Dollar Tree, and the lady was like, "Do you see that over there? It's winter. It's coming." And it's like you're not wrong. Like it's going to be negative thirty before we know it. Exactly. And you're not going anywhere warmer, actually. You're going someplace that we joke about is a little bit warmer. Um, but Wisconsin really is just the same. Yeah, it's about the same. Um, so that's really an awesome tip that you're giving is to just take care of yourself. Because when you do work out, it does release serotonin and stuff. And it, yeah. it helps with those neurological things in your brain and makes you feel better. physically actually and emotionally because it's all that mind body connection kicking in so listeners we're going to challenge you to think about what is one thing that you do that makes you the happiest um while you're whatever it is that you're doing right now listening to this podcast i want that to be a closing thought that you have but not the final closing thought because we need to get your song that we're going to put on our playlist because we have a playlist on Spotify and every guest gets to add a song to it. And it is an eclectic mix right now. I can, I believe it. I feel like I'm making more eclectic. Yeah. There's everything on there from like Frank Sinatra to Twerkelator. <laughs> oh, that is, oh, that's, that's a big difference. Which I never heard. And it came on during my trip to Plymouth today. And I was like, this, I, I, I don't know what's happening to I think I'm seizing up. Yeah. 
I think I have a song in mind. All right, let us hear it. Forever Young by Elf Club. Aww. That is probably like my all-time favorite song. Is it like the classic Forever Young? That one? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's great. Okay. What would be your book? Because we also have a Goodreads bookshelf for the the podcast. I have to think about this one for a second. Okay. And if you need to get back to me, you can get back to me. Okay. Um, and some people don't even have a book, and it's fine, because libraries are more than just books. Yeah. You know, can it be, like, as dumb as... It can be, like, whatever. Can you be, like, a kid's book? For sure. I would say I grew up on this, so I can't really think of, like, a specific book, but just the series of the Berenstain Bears. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Shell Silverstein? No, that's not a Shell Silverstein thing. Um, I thought I thought their names were like the were Baron, something Berenstein. You might be right. I, I forget. I forget who it was by, but that was like always probably like my favorite book series growing up. Yeah. So yeah, that I I, I love that one because it is like as throwback as it gets. Because I think those were some of. Them like my parents books even probably yeah like it just keeps getting thrown back yonder exactly yeah all right well i'm going to give you this card and it's going to be your little memento to keep of being on the podcast and i hope that it brings you some good memories and i can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and pleasure thank you so much for having me yeah, this was awesome. And I hope that you stay in touch with me and I want to see what happens in your life. Yes, absolutely. I'll have to I'll give you updates for okay. sure. Good. All right. Any closing words? Um Final thoughts. Live I don't know. With laugh live, love. Live, live life. <laughs> live life to its fullest. Yes. It be very basic. But no. That is great. All right. Thank you listeners for joining us. And remember if you want to be on the podcast, it's not hard. Um, I don't know if I have to start like telling you guys, like if you have green t-shirts on today, that's your cue. Go ahead and sign up because sometimes I know it takes a little like, this is the sign. Yeah. This is it. I'm talking to you. All right. Till next time, guys. Thank you. All right. We are out. Awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That was a lot of fun. Good. Um, Did you know that I... And some of my projects where I took up beekeeping and... Well, I wanted to do something that scared me and, and I did it by myself. Like, I didn't have any friends go with me. I asked and nobody wanted to. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go do this.